Thank you for joining us on Indigenous Earth Community Podcast, where we talk to Indigenous conservation heroes from all over our beautiful world, and we learn from them on the traditions of protecting the planet. Check out indigenousearth.org for links to connect to our guests, show transcripts, videos, and much more. Aloha. You might know the meaning of this Hawaiian word, and maybe even the meaning behind the word ohana. But what about the word balama? Today, we're going to go all the way to the lush and beautiful islands of Hawaii to speak to Casey from Kalau o Kalahui organization helping reconnect the community to the land. Casey is going to teach us the meaning behind the word malama, a very important word in the Hawaiian culture. Then Casey is going to give us the malama challenge, five easy ways we can deepen our connection to the earth, while sharing her story of growing up in the Hawaiian islands. And now, let's go to Casey. Hi, my name is Casey Stokes. I grew up in Mililani, Oahu. Currently, I'm residing in Kapuhulu, and right now I can see Leahi or Diamond Head, the crater in front of me, and then the Waikiki Beach is also in my view, and it's and then I have the Manoa Mountains behind me, and it's it's a beautiful place. A lot of people love to visit, but there's also a cost that comes at that, but yeah, definitely a beautiful home. What's your favorite place in the island? Oh, gosh. I just went hiking up at Manoa Falls, and I have to say that's probably one of my favorite places. The view is incredible. You can see Kaneohebe and Waikiki all at the same time. So definitely that one's one of my favorite places, but also Lilani because that's just where I'm from and grew up and spent a lot of time there. So that feels like home to me, too. And, and that place where you grew up, um, do you have a happy memory you want to share with us about it? Yeah, sure. Um, so that's where I went to elementary and middle school at. And I guess just um, right outside, like, uh, my apartment building where I grew up, there's this little oval. And as kids, we would always just play outside and ride our bikes down the hills and that's probably one of like my favorite memories too is like playing dodgeball with the dads and my brother and my and his friends yeah that's awesome and can you tell me more about kalao o kalahui and please correct me <laughs> if i'm saying it wrong no that was great uh so yeah kalao kalahui was um founded in 2019 um i'm actually not one of the founding members because i was still in high school at the time but um they all felt like a disconnection from themselves and the culture and the Aina. And they found each other, came together and birthed this hui. And so Kalau or Kalahui, um, in short, means the many leaves and hands of the community. And Lao, which means, um, what can have many meanings? It can mean like 400 leaves. And for us, like we use it as an acronym to represent land, ancestors, and us. And kind of that reciprocal relationship between land and people. And so we're striving to be a nonprofit, hopefully in the future. And yeah, we just, we're welcoming environment. We support people as we all reconnect our ancestry and land. And that's mostly done through hands-on community service activities. That's amazing. I've seen you have a lot of really cool workshops online 
There was one about watershed management, low waste living. Can you tell us more about the workshops you have? Yeah, so when Kolo launched, um, it was in spring 2020 and then the pandemic hit. So a lot of the things had to go online. So the workshops is a great way to involve other people who also aren't available on weekends. And we invite community members to share the Manao. And we've had some in the past about like water rights issues on Maui and how that community persevered through that and was able to get the water back. Um, we've had other ones with like Ko'ola Mountain Watershed Partnership here on Oahu and they share about their work and like career opportunities. And so this semester, we're trying to focus on healing mind, body and soul. So we're hoping to have some like Malama kind of workshops this semester. So we heard the word Malama a couple of times now, but what does it mean? To learn the meaning behind this word, we have to go back in time. A time before there was written books, where knowledge was passed through songs, dance, and the molelo, oral storytellings and legends that were told one generation to another. Such is the story of creation of the Hawaiian culture that Casey is going to share with us now. The first time I heard this story was ninth grade. It was in my, my Hawaiian language class. and. It was, it was just so powerful because, um, like, kind of like growing up here, you like learn that I know is important, and there's like the connection to it, but also learning it from like this perspective of the mo'olelo and um, like actually going to these places and seeing the kolo and like just being in that space and listening to the land. It's it's so it's so wonderful and you really feel like that connection to your ancestors. Malama is so important to the Hawaiian culture. Uh, there's this Hawaiian creation story of Papa, Mother Earth, and Wakeas, the Sky Father. So they came together and they had a child called Ho'ohoku Kalani, and she was a beautiful daughter. And Wakea and Ho'ohokulani conceived a child. And then to their heavy hearts, um, the firstborn son was stillborn. So Ho'ohokulani buried him and wept over her lost son. And where the baby was buried, a plant grew. And this is the first kalo, which is also known as taro. And you'll see like on our logo, the, the lao, which is the kalo leaf. Um, so it also has like a huge symbolic importance to the Hawaiian community. And so the heart-shaped leaves is what held the tears of his grieving mother. And in the wind, this plant would flutter uh, the leaves. So the stillborn child was called um, and so Wake and Ho'ohokulani had another child, and the son was born healthy, and they named him Halo after his elder brother, and he was considered the first Hawaiian. And so this Mo'olelo um, story shows the pilina, or like the connection between Aina and Kanaka. And so like the Kalo is like our older brother. Um, he's like family and we're descendants of Haloa. And so you have that responsibility to take care of him and, and the aina and the land as you would take care of another family member. And so it was this like reciprocal relationship for taking care of the Kalo and the aina, which also fed us in return. And so just, yeah, that responsibility is like inherent in the Hawaiian culture. And so that's what we're trying to do in our club with bringing people to sites around the island. Um, that are also doing Malama Aina work. And yeah, so that's 
kind of where that Malama challenge came from. That connection to her ancestors, the teaching she got from her family, and being inside of her community really inspired Casey to start doing Malama work. We always spent a lot of time outside and as a family and then kind of grew to love being outside and then always being mindful of like picking up our trash wherever we went, don't leave anything behind and just like simple things like that and kind of had a bit big impact on my life and as I moved forward to other spaces and met different people and learned to appreciate like the native species here then that really took me to really want to go into like conservation. And here is where we learn the meaning behind the word malama, a vital word in the Hawaiian culture and community. Yeah, um, it's it's quite impactful because Alolo um, Hawaii, the Hawaiian language, was was banned in schools and in like everywhere in Hawaii um, for in the past. And so the revitalization of the language is definitely something like um, that was difficult, but it's coming back and. So even like for me, like I'm trying to take, um, I'm taking like more classes this semester with Alolo Hawaii to try and just improve it and learn because the language and the culture is so interconnected. So just trying to learn it again. Lama means to take care and it's inherited in like that kuleana, like the responsibility to take care of the land. Um, so you often hear like Malama Aina, um, which a lot of people do is like conservation work. And now we learn the meaning behind the word malama. What a beautiful word. What a beautiful way to see the world. Now, Casey is going to share with us the malama challenge. Grab your pencil, paper, or your notes app on your phone and write this down. I really think that the malama challenge is a great way to give back to the planet and connect to ourselves. On our Instagram, we have um, the five days of malama challenge that was occurring this past week. Um, so we kind of wanted to do it like a week before our semester starts to engage our members and followers just to bring mindfulness to all that we have to Malama. Um, so on Monday, we started with Malama Your Home and many of them, uh, like commented on the posts and said how they grow plants in their home. And Tuesday was Malama Your Ohana. And so many of them did this by spending quality time with their family, um, checking in with them, helping out with the chores. Uh, Wednesday was Malama Yorlahui, or the Hawaiian community. Um, so many of them mentioned uh, participating in work days with us or other organizations or supporting local businesses and being conscious of like where they're spending their money. And um, Thursday, we had, well, we had planned two days to, um, for Malama Yourself. So yesterday was Malama Yurkino, or Your Body. And so they shared like, exercises and stretches and like eating from their garden and today is our last day of the malama challenge which is um malama you're not all and i was like explained to me as like that gut feeling you get um sometimes but it can also like be translated to mind and heart so some shared that they like journal and um they make art to care for their not all and this is like relating to our theme for the semester for healing and the Malama challenge, who is the challenge designed for? Like, who are the people that you're trying to reach? We're trying to reach just like our members and 
the other followers we have on the Instagram and then hopefully they can become members and come out to some of the work days we have. And yeah, I mean, just anybody who's interested, part of the reason Kalal was founded is just because of that disconnection from from people and land and like their culture and like a also like a like a self identity kind of like crisis and just ha- giving that space to people who are able to like so that they can reconnect with themselves and the land and also like so we can support them as we go through this personal like transformation. Before we wrap up our conversation, Casey shares with us a Hawaiian proverb. And if you're thinking of visiting the Hawaiian Islands, Casey is going to share with us a tip on how we can lessen our impact. There's Olalo no Eao, or Hawaiian proverbs, um, that kind of like, they're, they're sayings, but they, they hold a lot of truth. So one of the ones we're planning to use for this session is the local Ike Aloha, which is love gives life within. Um, so it's just like saying how love is imperative to one's mental and physical welfare. Even if like um, people do visit here, it'd be nice uh, for others to um, join in on like other work days, um, even if they're like just touring the islands. And because you learn a lot from like being in those spaces and with those kind of people and um, just like educating yourself on how your actions affect others. Because I mean, it's like quite a day we're talking on since like a lot of people don't have work or school today because it's um, statehood day. But then um, for like over a hundred years, the U.S. has been illegally occupying Kauai. But so not even a legal state, but that's a discussion for another day. <laughs> that's it, folks. Hope you enjoyed the conversation with Casey, where we learn about Hawaiian culture and the meaning behind the Malana word. Please give her group some love by sharing and liking the page Kalao or Kalahui on Instagram. And as always, visit indigenousearth.org for more info and to contact us here on the podcast. And if you have enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend, as this is how we spread our message. Thank you so much. Agoje.